Welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, I have none other than Captain Falcor joining me for the first time in quite a while to discuss the current state of the game since the second year anniversary, as well as diving into the current content and, you know, just diving into some of our thoughts about what could come to the game, uh, some questions from you, all that and more in this week's episode of Keel Hauled Podcast. Well, I don't I don't want to I don't want to take up too much of your time gabbing about stuff uh, that that we could chat about at any point. But I, I wanted to welcome you back. Do you do you remember the last time we got a chance to actually record? Oh, my God. Um, it was before the lockdown. I know that much. Yeah. Um, so I, I haven't checked, but if you had to take a guess, what, what do you think? Um, let's look at my calendar here. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a good eight months longer. I reckon I'm, I'm really, I need to check, but I'm pretty sure that August was the last time that we recorded back in 2019. Wow. So, wow, it's actually it's been over a year since we've actually sat down to actually chat. It doesn't feel like it's been that Jeez, long. It doesn't. Not at all. Not at all. It's so crazy. 2020 has just been horrible. Like, you know, it's just literally taken up. <laughs> you'd think you'd have more time on your hands. Yeah. Yeah. With the whole lockdown and stuff. But no, 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 no. Yeah. I find myself yeah. just con- con- being more concerned about do I have a Spaceballs, the mask, uh for for going outside <laughs> like you know do i need to buy a venom yeah. one or or do i have enough toilet yeah. paper is that is that a thing yeah or should i just go out and yeah. get bananas and use the peels i'm so confused yeah yeah <laughs> yeah there's been a really interesting year but it, i i wanted to get you back on uh so many times but especially with the since the actual like I guess the technically the the second year anniversary, just so much has happened mm. uh, lore wise, and, mm. and we've had a really good time kind of digging into it. And we've talked a lot um, online about this, but um, one of the things that I wanted to 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 kind of dive into with you since it's been a while is is how are you feeling overall about the the story arc that we've been kind of given with uh, with the tall tale, with the heart of fire, and with uh, the mm. the ghost fleets and flame heart being in the game and then uh how does that compare to like ash and winds versus now that we've got like the the mm. gold vaults like how are you feeling overall with the the overall arc of the game well um the thing is right they they the momentum was going well re- really really good we had we had um seabound soul which was fantastic leading up to the whole release of flame heart and then flame heart was released and then we had Heart of Fire, where we learn a little bit more about, you know, what's going on down in the depths and all that. And then we had the ghost ship event. So Flameheart's on on the uh on the seas taking over. That was brilliant. And then we kind of just had like the the Ashen Lords, and that was kind of it's mm, <laughs> it was good to see the Ashen Lords out there, but then it was kind of like this is just another fort, essentially. And then all of a sudden, like the gold hoarders. It just, I don't know what it is. I mean, I've loved, I've loved it. I really have, but I feel like the momentum's been lost from all this, Mm -hmm. especially with the whole gold hoarder thing coming out. And I, I'm sure they're leading up to something with the gold hoarders. We don't know their full plan. They may be incorporating the gold hoarder thing into the whole skeletal cut. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but 
it's it's lost its momentum. I think the story story arc because it was ramping up so well. Yeah, it was ramping up so well, and I think it has a lot to do with the you know, the current climate situation with COVID and everything. It's very difficult for them to bring out content when they're not even in the office. But it's, I mean, we know that the Flameheart event, the Ghost Ship, is going to be the um, the per, it's going to be a permanent feature within the game, and we know that the Ashen Lords are going to be a permanent feature within the game. So. It leaves me wondering, like, does that mean that the whole Flameheart thing's done and dusted now? Uh, is, did it all lead up to just the fact that they're essentially world events and that's it, over and done with? It feels uh, weird, right? It's, it's odd. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's it feels weird. Really peculiar, because especially that's kind of why I wish that the, that the Ashen Lords were just like a voyage that you could put down so that it wasn't mm. occupying like a world event, because... It, it's mm. cool that the that they made it into a huge world event, but at the same time, it really kind of chews up like you know what possible events are available right now. And you know, if mm. if nobody wants to take the risk, it's kind of like having a, a an open ended Fort of the Damned. You know, like that thing is mm. it takes about as long as it does to to kill Graymaro in my mind. So mm. going yeah. over there, it's like all right, well, yeah, it, it's it, the gold, the reward. Is just not worth it compared to a mm. Fort of the Damned. And mm. both are going to have giant symbols in the sky. And I just, I keep wondering, like I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I really wanted to understand how did we get the Fort of the Damned? Like I remember we, mm. we got the event and Duke was there and he's all like, hey, Stitcher Jim's over on the island with Wanda and... Yeah. They're checking it out, but they were still kind of under the guise of like, oh, this is weird. What's 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 happening? How did how did this happen? Yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm kind of sitting back like, how how did this happen? How mm. did we get the Fort of the Damned? It well, just kind what, of from, appeared. Yeah, from what I understand, from this is what from what I can understand from piecing stuff together. Stitcher Jim was obviously in control of these these dark relics. He had some of them and he was trying all sorts of different things. You know, yeah, maybe to release Flameheart. I think that was his intention was to release Flameheart, and I think mm. he 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 because hang on now, yeah, the 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 dark relics for the Seabound Soul appeared after, didn't they? Yeah, after um after after the Fort of the Damned, and from what I can kind of understand is, is that he went to the fort, what was old Boot Fort, um, and he um put these dark relics down. And I think I think what this is just complete speculation, but I think he was trying to. Summon forth Flameheart. He was trying to bring him from the Sea of the Damned, and something went wrong. I think I seem to remember there was a bit of text somewhere about there was an explosion or something. Like um, he was basically trying to open a rift, but what actually happened was it sort of it was like an explosion of the Sea of the Damned, and it it yeah. sort of consumed the entire fort, and that's how the Fort of the Damned came up. But this is the thing, it's you so see, strange. that there's no there's no kind of this is what I'm talking about with the momentum, like. Unless if they're thinking about putting all plugging all these holes up later on and making us all sort of go, ah, right, that makes sense, you know. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's definitely something they could do and have done in the past. But it feels like it's kind of. I don't mean. I, it sounds like I'm being horrible to developers. I'm really not. But it kind of feels like they're kind of like kind of ah, oh, that'll do. Just put that in. That, no, that's fine. You know, that's yeah, just whack that in. We'll put a big plume there. Uh, yeah, put some fire with it. Yeah, job done. Right, let's move on to the next one. It kind of it really. I'm not saying that's what they're doing, but that's what it feels like. Um, uh, from my perspective, it feels like it's sort of just all being thrown in, like like amazing ideas that they've had, 
being kind of, I don't want to use the term rushed, but that's kind of what it feels like. It feels a little bit rushed. Um, it, it doesn't feel yeah. cohesive like the, mm, yeah. like the events of the first year did. Like the first year mm. we had a trailer, we had hype and a lead up. There was a release. It went on for weeks and then mm. it was done. And we were, we were kind of just like, okay, cool. Well, that was the event that we got. That was the, mm. the thing. This, it definitely feels a lot more uh, kind of disjointed. Like what's ready at the moment? Legends of the Sea? Cool. All right. Well, let's put Legends of the Sea in now while we're working on uh, year two. And then year two is mm. emissaries. And it was like, cool, we got emissaries and we got a whole new faction. How does that tie into into to Flameheart? Well, it kind of ties in in the sense that it's at Reaper's hideout, but Wanda's not there because Wanda's missing. And you know, mm. we've got Heart of the Flame. Heart of the Flame's ready? Okay, cool. Put out Heart of the Flame. So we did Heart mm. of the Flame. And then Captain uh, Flameheart kind of cropped up after that. And it's like, well, is, is, this, is this the intended outcome of Heart of the Flame? Because I, I, mm. I imagine the next step of the Heart of the Flame should have been ashen winds with the with the skeleton lords but yeah where yeah. where did the skeleton where did the ashen lords come from like how did they mm. who were those people that that were brought into this world like where did mm. their their souls come from because obviously they're they're still souls of some nature whether they're skeleton mm. or not and they're they're cursed but it, it seems like they're they were you know ah, see that's the thing i don't know if they were cursed because of objects or cursed because of like their hatred like their burning mm. hatred mm. uh so like i just i imagined after heart of the or heart of fire it was like okay well the next logical step in my mind is to address what happened to stitcher jim because mm. obviously yeah. he did something with the the chest of rage that's you know that's the ashen lords like cool let's see that and then we mm. got this very I want to say bare bones. I'm going to be 100% honest. It was very mm. bare bones Ashen Winds update. Like there wasn't mm. any lore that I could find that no. really tied it to anything. It was like, mm. it, is are these Flameheart, Flameheart's people? Because he mm. doesn't seem to really recognize them considering he's a giant head in the sky. He could probably <laughs> tell if there's a giant tornado going on, but they're never in the same time at the same place. You get a little bit of that Clark Kent Superman issue. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, you know, who's in charge right now? Are the Ashen Lords yeah. in charge, or is Captain Flameheart? It's weird because, like, it it the only real law we got for the Ashen Lords um, was kind of a lot of it. Well, I wouldn't say it's hidden, but it was kind of you really had like most things in CFDs, you really got sort of look for it. But most of the law was just in the flavor text um, on the websites, so it was telling you like old Horatio was. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, old, old Horatio was the the commander on the uh, no is it Old Horatio yeah Old Horatio was the commander in the Seabound Soul Tale yeah. um, and so you're like all right okay that makes sense but the thing is it's like yeah, sh surely they should have made that in Old Horatio's sort of um, voice lines you know like um, uh, he should have said something like uh, you know I, I I was the commander of the Ashen the Ashen Dragon and you can't put me back because I own the best ship in the whole world or something, you know, just to yeah. sort of make it tie in, not just for the people who really look and, and try and, but for everybody. So they kind of all go, oh, right, okay, that makes sense. Because there's still people out there like, you know, I see it in the YouTube comments who seem to think that 
the Ashen Lords have absolutely nothing to do with Flameheart. They're just these whole separate entity that, you know, exists outside of the current storyline. And they, they would be right to think that because there's nothing that really links them together unless if you've done the tall tale and you've, you know, you've looked at the Ashen Lord that's within the Seabang soul and, you, you know. Um, it's kind of one of the biggest failings of the developers. I don't want to use the word failings, but the oversights, one of the biggest oversights of the developers is that they tend to... Um, uh, they, they do an amazing job at adding content to the game. Um, amazing visuals, amazing, amazing um, musical scores. Um, most of them are very, very fun indeed. I mean, I would say the Ghost Ship event was a lot more fun than the Ashen Winds. Um, but, you know, they're all still kind of fun. But they don't do a very good job of, like, informing people about what it's all about. Um, apart from on their websites, on Twitter, and any other type of social media. There's that, that stuff needs to be in the game, not not outside of the game. It needs to be present within it so people can read books and 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 get the knowledge themselves. I mean, I know that puts me out of a job a little bit because that's what that's what my YouTube videos are about. But you know, that's that's something they need to work on, I think. And I think um I think that's there that they uh, am I allowed to say yeah, I'm allowed to talk about mysterious notes because that was in the one of the update videos, wasn't it? And they they're adding mysterious notes as a way to kind of like um uh make these things more prevalent by just looking at things within the game. But even that, I think, needs to be a little bit more elaborate um, from yeah. what I saw in the trailer. Um, I just wish they would have like NPCs actually talking about this stuff. I mean, when I say talking, I mean actually talking, not just little flavor texts. I mean, literally talk. It'd be great to go into a tavern and overhear like, uh, is it Lissetti? Yeah, Lissetti um, just talk. No, not Lissetti. What am I about? L Lorena, Lorena. It'd be great to actually overhear Lorena talking with the tavern lady, like talking about why she's there rather than you actually going up and, you know, interacting with her. I mean, we've got flame art in the sky bellowing out his nonsense every five and a half seconds, which is annoying everybody. He needs to be muted. <laughs> yeah. So why can't we have Lorena just having a bit of a chat with her, with, her, with the, you know, so everybody's like, oh, that's okay. Now I understand. You know, didn't have to actually talk to her. But yeah. It's, it's funny because this was the same conversation that I had with uh, Insipid Ghost a couple episodes back where we were talking about the mysterious notes. And it literally came up where I was like, hey, there needs to be a bulletin board somewhere on every outpost that has a listing of every single new thing that's come to every update. So as soon as you walk up, it'll give you like, hey, go do a gold hoarder mission because this gold hoarder mission just came out of the game. And every time you grab a note off that board, it's gone once you've done it. And that way yeah. every person has their own note and you can do multiple ones over and over and over again. But once, once it's off the bulletin board, it, you get it from the regular vendors that you normally would or, or Lorena at that point. But same thing where it was like, Hey, you know, as soon as you spawn in, you spawn into the tavern, there's nothing going on in there. So why not mm. have the tavern keep be like, I, you come over here. You got to yeah. hear what I, I just overheard from these drunk idiots that came in talking about a giant skull in the sky. And you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, exactly. Okay, well, sure. Yeah, what's what's going on with this giant skull in the sky? And she's she gives you the lowdown on the Flameheart event. Like mm. that, that kind of immersion is what's missing from mm. trying to introduce new content. Otherwise, it's completely lost on people who aren't under or who aren't keeping up with all of the all of the the tweets and the the website and the the YouTube videos and streams and podcasts and stuff like it's just it's it's outside of that. Uh, so I, I 
I'm 100% there. I, I can totally understand where people would look at like Warden Sheed and be like, well, this is the, the first major introduction of any kind of Asian influence outside of some small cosmetics for the Ashen Lord stuff that's mm. come into the game. Are we going to get junkers? And, and the answer is like, no, we're not going to get junkers. It's like, oh, OK, well, why are we bringing this in now instead yeah. of holding on to it till when we can bring something that really kind of impacts uh, the Asian pirate the aesthetic and really kind yeah. of ramp that up? Um, kind of jumping into some of the, the, the current update, um, I wanted to bring up because we were talking about uh, taverns. Duke the Dark Lord mm -hmm. is now outside of the tavern. He's been sent mm -hmm. off to Laguna Whispers. And I know you've checked out the flavor text and you, you're you're up to date on what's been going on with him. I am at this point under the assumption that he will end up at the Reaper's hideout. And that's going to be like he's going to have his own missions and his own missions are going to be very geared towards uh, driving engagement with Reaper's Bones. So uh, that's my perspective. How do you feel about uh, Duke getting ousted? Well, I, I I think I'm I'm sort of on the other side of that. I I honestly do think Laguna Whispers is going to be another Reaper's hideout. I think it's going to slowly slowly evolve over time, um, mm. with with Umbra and Duke being the center of it. Um, I I have a feeling that um maybe not on like another faction but maybe like a um well one of one of the biggest one of the biggest complaints a lot of people are having at the moment is the the gold sink problem there's no there's nowhere to put any money you know you yeah people people with hundreds of millions of uh, gold and nothing to do with it and um uh, I I I have a feeling that the lagoon of whispers is going to turn into some like uh you know extra special store that you can buy amazing amazing cosmetics from um and it's gonna you know be this big sort of gold line tavern full of gold and you go over there and you you've got some cosmetics for your ship that costs like tens of millions of gold and you know it's 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 where you flex it's the flex island i think that's that's the way i'm going with that um <laughs> he does mention he does he does mention that he, he should have been a reaper but i don't know if he's i don't know if he's sort of um I think I think that's more of a defeatist state statement rather than sort of a hint to what he might do. I think he's kind of like ah, you know, should have just been a reaper. You know, what was the point in all this? Um, I don't know. It could go. It could go either way. But then again, Duke and Umbra being like the leaders of a really really expensive cosmetic shop doesn't really ring right as well because they're both very um, non materialistic, aren't they? They're very they're very common. So. I don't know. Just have to wait and see. But I think I think it is being built up. I think that's what they're getting at. It's, they're going to build it up, make it bigger and bigger. But whatever that is going to be, I don't know. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. I, I could see Duke opening up a second shop and offering different stuff. The thing that really surprises me is that uh, it's clear from Lorena's perspective that Duke setting up a black market was kind of outside of what is the norm for for bilge rats and and correct me if i'm wrong but i've i have felt that most of the cosmetics that are in the black market should really be something that goes directly to the the actual vendors on the outpost that that content should be bolstered in their in their shops because i mean that's where most yeah. people go to buy cosmetics uh you know not too many people really dive into the black market archive as far as i know so once it goes out of style, it should be pushed out to the vendors. So 
it's strange to me that Lorena hasn't like disbanded the black market and chalked it up to Duke doing his own thing and then given Duke the opportunity to have his own shop on Laguna Whispers or Reaper's Hideout or wherever he wants. Yeah, yeah. And then kind of reintroduce new content that's uh, available from just him. And then that way you can have Lorena have like the the new interesting stuff that she tells you about, but still kind of points you to the vendors. Because at this point, the vendors, once you bought everything from them, like they're pointless in the game. And, and that that's kind of like a like a what's the point of having them if you're not going to utilize them? Like they're just wasted memory at that point. Kind of the same mentality behind like. And we had the the Sea of Thieves event that's going on through September. And it's like one of them was to go do uh, the Skeleton Thrones again. And it was like, well, good, because otherwise, you know, they're just hanging out there. And sure, they may not take up a lot of resources and it might actually be more of a pain in the butt to rip them out than it is to uh, to to keep them in just because of how how little they cost. But at least there's some reason to them with the event mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i feel like that's something that definitely needs to be brought back to the, yeah. the vendors on the outpost because at this point I, I i don't see a reason to do it and until they give us supply crates that we can purchase supplies from for a gold sink i don't see any any way for them to do anything outside of cosmetics for getting exactly. rid of gold yeah yeah One of the um one of the things that we were discussing a couple of live streams back um with the rest of the community was um <clears throat> one one idea that I've had that the game needs to have I think at this point a lot of people are against it but I think it's a great idea is to start introducing an RNG loot system for different event uh, different events so a very kind of you know MMO style system so <clears throat> you know when they bring out like um say for example the the last sales that we had for the Ashen Winds which was the, the you know the sales with the skulls with the fire coming out yeah. You should be able to. You should be able to get those by default by doing accommodations. You can still have them, but they should also they should also add to the Ashen Winds event a very very small chance that if you kill an Ashen Lord, he will drop, or she will drop a um an item which you can cash in to the shipwright, and if you do that, um it will let you have a new type of cells, which is essentially a rinse reskin version of the one that's already present, but it's a different color. So you've got like a blue a green, uh, a purple, and then you've got the red one, which you can get with commendations. Um, and because it's an item, it means people can steal it off you. So if, if you know you, if you get that rare item, somebody can come along and steal that item off you and hand it into the ship, right? But it, the thing, but add things like that, not just the Ashen Winds, but like to the Ghost Bleed event, to, to the Fall of the Damned, to the regular forts. Um, and I think it would drive people, because myself, like, I do forts now, um, but I have no actual reason to go and do them because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm rolling in money. Um, I don't need doubloons. Uh, I've done all the commendations for it. But the only reason I go and do forts is mainly because when I'm live streaming, people say, can you go do a fort? So I'm like, well, there's nobody around to kill. So yeah, I'll go do a fort. But if I'm playing it by myself, I just wouldn't touch a fort anymore. There's no point. It's just a you, you know, complete waste of time. But if there was an RNG system in place so that if I had a very small chance of getting some bit of loot that would offer me a brand new figurehead, for example, that was very, very rare and it's got bragging rights, then I would be doing forts every single day to try and get that cosmetic. And I think that would be the same for everybody else as well, which would then drive more people together, make the, make the, uh, the world events more lucrative and people doing them more often. And people not you know, thinking about how much gold you get at the event, they'll be all there for the, for the rare cosmetic. And yeah. that's something I think the game really needs at this point. 
having uh, to keep people playing. Something like that would definitely be a way to to add replay value. I I definitely mm-hmm. see the the concerns behind RNG just you know based on experience with other with MMOs in general having stuff drop have it not be the right one having to feel yeah frustrated that you're constantly running it and the percentage chances is either not working or you just have really bad RNG but uh, I, I definitely feel like they need to start abusing the costumes that they that they've uh, you know set up that system for. We've only gotten the Ruby Splashtail and the Shrouded Ghost Hunter, I think, since the uh, the emissary. So six months, and we've we've only had two additions to the system, uh, mm. yeah, not including the original four that we got. And I feel like that something should be added to the game. You know, if you if if they add Ashen Lords then put an Ashen Lord costume in the game and, and have it be something that unlocks after you kill uh, an Ashen Lord and something drops and you head over to L- Lorena and, or Duke and you're like, hey, I found this. What's it good for? And they're like, oh, you know, I could I, I think I know someone that could fashion a costume that would that would make you look like one of these guys and stuff. And, you know, yeah. really start kind of ramping up the, the idea of costumes. If, the, if that's something that they want to put into the game, commit to it. And and really start pumping out content for it. You know, give us a bunch of other costumes. Give us a, you know, give us a Blackbeard costume. Give us a Davy Jones costume. Give us a, a Jack Sparrow costume. You know, start start playing around with the the concept. You know, give us a, a Legend of Zelda Wind Waker costume. You know, <laughs> yeah, C- yeah, come up with some crazy stuff. You know, give us a Battletoads costume if you really want to. So, yeah. Uh, there's there's so much that I think uh, I, I think people kind of always wonder, you know, what what do what do you and I tend to think would be cool coming to the game? Um, stuff like this, where it's 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 just a, a reason to do it. And there's uh, something else that's brought to the game that that tries to incentivize us to to value gold again, because yeah, w- with, yeah. without a gold sink like supplies or you know rng based voyages or, or you know any number of things just repairing your ship so it looks pretty at the shipwright there's so many things mm. that you could spend money on that that we just don't have in the game yet so i'm, I'm definitely yeah, looking forward exactly. to something like that um yeah for sure All right, pirates, it's time for the advertisements. These are the sponsors that are helping try and pay for the the cost of the podcast. So what I wanted to let you know about today, we have a new sponsor through audiblebooks.com. They do have an app on Android and iPhone. If you uh, want to, you can sign up for first three audiobooks for free that does include two vip books this is just like audible but it's through audiobooks.com you get your first three audiobooks for free when you sign up for a month after that first free month is over with you will then have the 15 dollars subscription that audible charges as well and uh, you get to pick from the same type of library they also have podcasts on there as well too so if you're looking to uh, try it out maybe listen to some books for free maybe you have an audible subscription and you just want to get some more content in uh, try out audiobooks.com use the link in the show notes to do so uh, and i get the credit for it also make sure you're heading over to the uh, the show notes with the link for green man gaming if you purchase any games using the link that I give you, uh, all of the purchases will cost the same as if you were just going to the website as usual, but I do get a commission off of that. It just helps to support me and it doesn't cost you anything extra, which I really appreciate. 
Also, we have Loot Crate. Loot Crate is offering 15% off most of the crates and crate subscriptions if you use the link in the show notes, as well as the code ROBOTSRADIO. That's it for the ads. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And again, if you have any questions, concerns, feel free to hit me up. I will try to get you any answers about this, uh, these promotions as I can. Thanks. I did want to... I did want to actually bring up the news because we actually have a, a lot of news going on uh, this week. Mm-hmm. This weekend is is actually kind of awesome because not only it was an international talk like a pirate day, um, it, mm-hmm. it's actually been the Golden Glory weekend, and you've been streaming yeah. a lot to 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 make sure that people have an opportunity. But uh, this is the first time that the the Ori set has been made available to people who aren't uh, a Game Pass Ultimate uh holders um i know back mm-hmm. in i think it was may they they had it i think it was yeah april was it april and may i think there was a little crossover there i think it was yeah in between yeah yeah you could you could get the ori set uh so now if you guys are are listening to this make sure you're heading over to captain falcor's twitch channel and uh watching him for 30 minutes the the twitch add-on that they did or not even add-on but the integration that they did for the drops now is so much better oh my god um it is yeah I, yeah i'm sure you probably still get a bunch of questions like have i been here half an hour because <laughs> yeah. i yeah i haven't yeah, got it yeah. yet and so i'm i'm sure you, yeah you'll still have to deal with that but it, mm. at least for the intuitives out there they can they can find the information and <laughs> at least keep up with what what their uh their timing is but exactly yeah. how how's that been i saw today you had a, an amazing brig attack uh with with getting their snipe <laughs> sniping the masts yeah. and then getting the getting yeah. the kegs on board like that was insane how was that <laughs> it was good although previous to that because i'd spent the entire stream uh pretty much sinking everybody in my in my <laughs> in my immediate vicinity and I was doing so well. And then uh, I don't know if you were watching at the point, but that started with me looking on the map and seeing a Reaper's um, a Reaper's chest on the map. And I could see somebody shuffling it around the outpost. So I was laughing. I was kind of like, these guys don't know where to hand in this Reaper's chest. So I was narrating it. I was looking on the map and I was kind of going, where is it? Oh, it's not going to the gold hoarders. Where's he <laughs> going then? I don't know. As narrating it and so i went over so I, I went over there and i kind of i went on my loudspeaker and told them where so i said guys you need to go to reaper's out, out uh, reaper's hideout to hand that in um and they did nothing because you know most people don't listen to voice comms <laughs> in a game or they have any inability so I, I stopped and i turned around and thought you know what i'm just going to go around and take it off them because i you know i just <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know see a thieves so I turned around and went to take it off them um, and boarded the brigantine because it was on a brigantine. So there's three of them who didn't know where to hand in the Reaper's chest, bringing us back to the whole thing about, you know, they should have things in the game to tell people what to do. Anyway, yeah. but, um, but uh, so I, I grabbed the Reaper's chest off the ship. And then when I did, the, the guy got a couple of lucky sword swings in and killed me. I respawned on my ship. And it was a, it was about six, eight years old, I would say. <laughs> and he was spawn camping my ship. And because my confidence level was quite high, and I was like, you know, these guys ain't going to be a problem at all. I kind of stood there trying to talk to him, but he just literally, he wailed on me. I think he sword dashed me, actually. He sword dashed me and then shot me in the back and I died. And I didn't know that I had a few holes in my ship, so I sunk. So essentially, I got sunk by like I, I got sunk by an eight-year-old, basically. So that <laughs> that was quite inf- humiliating in front of like three thousand five hundred people. But um, uh, and then I went back after it, um, and that was the point when I went back after it, and they came riding out the storm, and uh, 
not only did they not know where to hand it in the Reaper's chest, they also had about five boom kegs um, <laughs> stored below deck at the front of the ship. And yeah, it didn't end well for them. Yeah. But um, yeah, That's that, so was, that was fun. But yeah, I, I've, I've had a lot of people both, both times now because I've done two streams for the drops and it's people just don't get it. They still don't understand. And quite frankly, if you can't understand it from all the information that's on the screen, all of the stuff that's been told on social networks, and I'm not going to tell you, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not my job to hand hold, to hold your hand throughout all this. So if you can't figure it out, then tough, well, you know, essentially right there in front of you, you, you really kind of have to interrupt the flow of the stream. Like you, you really kind of have mm. to be like, all right, well, did you check this? Yes. Okay. Well, did you, yeah. did you check this? Yes. Are you sure you check yeah. that? Did you, did you check yeah. again on the, and it's like, you have to kind of really interrupt it. And, and that ruins the experience for all the people that are like, we get it. There's drops. You just, just click yeah. on the thing already. We yeah. Should, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those, one of those tough times that I'm sure all, all the streamers that are, that are streaming right now have to deal with it. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they're at least that rare is, is doing something to incentivize folks to to head over and, and support the stream and, and get some cosmetics as a result mm. and hopefully that helps translate into some uh some some retention for you so that people kind of stick around and see how much fun it is to watch you guys yeah. play sea of thieves um yeah i know this weekend has been pretty amazing uh because of international talk like a pirate day uh we found out that mm. sea of thieves has recently passed 15 million players which i think is, is even a little bit higher than with their their i think they're lowballing it honestly um mm. and uh it they're they're doing some sales not not livery sales but actual discounts <laughs> yeah i always got to clarify that uh but they're doing discounts <laughs> on sea of thieves on steam and on the windows store so if anyone's out there looking to play sea of thieves you don't have the copy maybe you're just on game pass now's a great time to pick it up on the on the cheap uh, and if you're not mm -hmm. even sure, like maybe you're listening to this podcast because, you know, someone was just out there and they're like, oh, Sea of Thieves, you should check it out. And you you are on this weekend. It's actually free to play this weekend, uh, which is really awesome. Mm. Um, the one thing that I wanted to ask you uh, is, is are you planning on picking up a PS5? And if so, how upset are you to find out that Sea of Thieves is not on there? <laughs> yes, I'm planning on picking up PS5. Yeah, um, I was I was gonna get uh, Xbox X, but then when I found out the majority of the games that are coming out for that are coming out on the PC, I was like, well, not much point in getting one. So, um, yeah, beginning a PlayStation Five. Yeah, I mean, I'm disappointed it's not coming out on the PlayStation Five, but you know, that's Sony for you. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. They don't want to play with anyone. Yeah, trying to yeah. trying to make things difficult. Um, yeah, no, I'm actually, yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to pick up a Series X for my living room just so that I can have a, a nice 4K machine out there. And one of these yeah. days, I'll, yeah, I need to actually upgrade my whole PC system. The C, the the PC system itself is is due for an overhaul so i i think i'm just going to build a brand new system and uh back you know well yeah. whenever the new cards are available if if the bit miners ever give up and decide to not <laughs> scalp those with bots uh we'll get back to those yeah so um i i was wondering i it's funny because you a lot of your content is is streaming and on youtube um actually all of your mm. content is basically streaming in youtube but uh we got a video from sea of thieves and it's 22 minutes of everything you need to know about sea of thieves and i was 
I was really amazed to see this. And after watching it, I was like, wow, yeah, that actually that actually touches on just about anything that you might need to yeah. know. The rest is yeah. all kind of like little bits and stuff like that. Are you upset that they kind of cribbed a lot of what you what your your style is and 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 uh <laughs> and and yeah. are you just like, hey, you know, I do this for a living. <laughs> you could have told yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I literally, I literally had a video in the making. I mean, they didn't know this, but I had a, a video in the making that was literally exactly the same thing. And it was, it was called Everything You Need to Know About Sea of Thieves, the updated version. That's fine. Because um, I, 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 yeah, realized that they, that's the only thing they've got on there. Everything you need to know, but there's hardly anything in comparison to what you can do now. Yeah. So I had this video, video edited, um, well, partially edited, um, at about 15 minutes. And I was like, Oh, the revenue I'm going to get from this baby, you know, <laughs> and they bring it out. I'm like, you, and they literally, they literally, um, edited it in a very, very similar way. Mine's more comical. Um, but, uh, they've literally gone the same path with the stages of what they talk about. It's almost identical to mine. So I was like, ah, God damn. Well, I mean, oh, well. At, at this point now you can just take that video and make a, a, yeah. a, a sardonic or, a, a, you know, a, a skeptics version is like, they're like, ah, you, you could go yeah. out and, and fish all you want and, and turn in your, <laughs> your, your meat into the hunters or into the hunters call. And just yeah. your video would be like, and you can go fishing where you will promptly be kegged yeah. because you can't look behind you. Or something to that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. something yeah. to that extent. Yeah. But I, I know you're smart. Yeah. You're smart enough to to work something out on that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I was curious because um, this was something that was popping up on everywhere. Have you taken the uh, the the sorting hat quiz for Sea of Thieves? And and um, yes, I, yes, I have. Yep, yep. So what did you? So I'm up? an order of souls. You're an order of souls. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I think mm. Joe Neat was order of souls too, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was kind of. I fun. mean, it's kind of fitting. Like a lot, like I said on Twitter, um, seeker of knowledge kills anybody who gets in my path, and I look great in a dress. So that's you know, it. <laughs> it fits. Definitely works out for sure. Um, I, I ended yeah. up getting uh, Merchant Alliance. It's funny because I, I don't even. As soon as it said Merchant Alliance, I just accepted it blank. I didn't even read into it or, or even wonder like what was going on. It's just like Merchant Alliance. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. But uh, really love this. So, folks, if you don't know, you can actually head over to seethieves.com forward slash pirate dash quiz. And I think you have to be logged in. I don't know if you necessarily have to be yes, logged in. Yes, yeah, I think you do. Okay, so yeah. Oh, you know, for that you don't. I don't. Yeah, I think you can just do that by default. Yeah. I'm gonna say log in anyways, just for fun. You know, yeah. just 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 to remember your password. Uh, <laughs> but at, at this point, you can head over there, um, fill out 20 questions, and it will it will sort you into your proper house or or trade company, and uh, that's mm. it's it's kind of cool. Uh, I thought this was a lot of fun to have something to do for kind of you know, international talk like a pirate day. Uh, but the interesting mm -hmm. thing was that they they actually gave us the pirate profiles, which I mm -hmm. I usually expect this at the end of the year. I wasn't actually expecting this to be like now. <laughs> so I was really surprised. Mm. Um did you did you find any interesting information about like when you when you jumped on and saw like what you have done and and uh yeah um i to be totally honest i think there's something a little bit wrong with it <laughs> so okay. i'll tell you why 
first of all, um, it says that I've sunk almost 5,000 ships. I know I've sunk a lot of ships. I know I have, but I don't think I've sunk 5,000. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely taking skeleton ships into account with along, the, along that. I agree. Um, secondly, it sa- <laughs> secondly, it says that I've only killed 11 Krakens. And I'm like, no, <laughs> not a chance. I, I, I think I've, I think I've at least in triple figures with Krakens now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you need ten Krakens just to get the the um, the sails and the uh, the cannons and all that. So it basically means I did that and then did one extra. So no, I think there's something definitely wrong there. Yeah. The other thing is, it says that I did. I've only sailed. Um, what was it? Seven million nautical miles or, so, or meters, I think it was, not miles. Um, and I've definitely done more than that, definitely. Because yeah. I, I probably sail about, I'd say I'd sail in one live stream, which is only about three hours, I sail a good sort of 200, 300. So I've been doing that for, you know, 20, 21 months. So, yeah, that's, and that's just live streaming. So that's got to um, be off because I'm at 12 million and I know that you, you mm. spend a lot more, you get to spend a lot more time sailing than I do. So, that's mm. that's definitely got to yeah. be off. It's so weird. Like it, it 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 feels like some of these are just thrown into the random number generator and kind of yeah. went off that. Yeah. Like, how many chests did you cash in? Eighteen twenty. That that doesn't. I I I know. I've well, that's the thing. Yeah, because more than that. I know it's ridiculous because um. I mean, it says I've so I says I've sunk almost five thousand ships, but I've only turned in. 1,110 chests. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Because even if all those, even if all those ship sinks were skeleton ships, that would mean, you know, two or three chests per skeleton ship. It's you know, three times the amount. So, yeah, it's, it's very odd. It's very odd. Yeah. It may, I don't know how it calculates. This is the thing. It, 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 chests might mean just captain's chests. You know, you just don't know. You don't know how it calculates it yeah really yeah. really weird i like that there's numbers mm. uh it's i know i've seen some people that are like well i want to see how many ships i sunk that are just people ships and i'm like i don't mm. know if rare's gonna do that like we just barely got a pvp faction i don't know if they're they're wanting yeah. to, to really they've said in the past i don't know that might have changed but they've said that they don't want numbers for pirates killed or, or ships sunk in that aspect because they don't want to yeah feel the the desire to to make your number higher kind of situation. So kind of, mm. kind of interested yeah. to see where these numbers are coming from. Um, but mm. overall, I would, I would have to say the whole profile, the whole Sea of Thieves profile uh, is, is really cool because you get to check out your reputations. You get to see your achievements. You get to see your, your actual clothing chest. Here's what I want, mm. though. I want all of this as a mobile app. And I want to be mm. able to tag certain achievements and f- like check box, check box them. Just be like, hey, I want to do this. So when I get home mm-hmm. and I hop on, it pops up on the screen and is like, hey, this is what you you checkboxed on the thing. Like, you know, like queuing up mm. a, a, a program to install on your Xbox. Like I want to be able to log into the server and have it be like, oh, hey, this is what you wanted to work on tonight. Do you still want to do it? And it's like, yeah. yes. And it's like, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's cool. Let me keep yeah. that achievement on the on the screen there. So you're like, OK, well, I am, you know, 515 ships out of a thousand that I need to sink or, you know, whatever, whatever you want it to be. And likewise, with the chest. Yeah. It shows all your cosmetics and that's cool. Make it into a mobile app and let me change my pirate's outfit. So when I log on, 
then I can sit there mm -hmm. and be like, all right, cool. Well, uh, tonight I wanted to role play as, you know, Link from Legend of Zelda mm -hmm. Wind Waker. And I've got my <laughs> yeah. my costume on and it, it I, I don't have to go through and change out my outfit. It's already set there. And then if we're if we're shooting for the stars here, give me the ability to have a loadout on the mobile app that lets me save like costumes and outfits and stuff. So that way, if I want to mm -hmm. swap real quick, then I just, you know, I hit the hit that loadout on the app and it lets me do it and then just tie it into the mm -hmm. website and into the game. So, yeah, yeah. What did you think? These, these are these are things. Yeah, these these are things that need to get done with the game. Like, I think pretty much ASAP because the game's got to a point now where there's so many people playing it and it's becoming Sea of Thieves is becoming a very kind of it's it's almost breached that meme culture. It's 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 got you know it's it's everywhere. Sea of Thieves is. I mean, it's on K. It's on the bloody KFC website. Yeah. Did you see that picture? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> Rhett, Rhett, you and me need to have a word. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, uh, it, it's really is becoming a meme, and I think this is what they they need to integrate things to make it easier for people not only to sort of share that not not share their information like how many kills they've got and stuff, but they definitely need to make it so that people. There's there's apps outside of the game that, that communicate with the game, so people can uh, you know people can be in in school for example and show their pirate to people, and then you know um, oh yeah uh, they this 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 pirate's got a certain cosmetic on. And they're like, hey, where'd you get that cosmetic? And it'll all show up on the app, saying you know this cosmetic was got from you know this commendation or whatever. Yeah. So people can then go into the game afterwards and go like, oh, I'm going to go for this tonight. Yeah. Um, and that would again, that would again help with the whole thing. People finding out where to hand in a Reaper's chest, or you know, an app like that would be perfect. Um, and certainly a lot more used than um, you know, Twitter or um, looking through countless YouTube videos. It's funny. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. It, it, we we got something like the because uh, yeah I, you keep bringing up the reaper's chest and I 100% agree with you I've I've said for a long time that they need to have directions on where to take these things uh, it's funny because we actually got that with the with the the uh, with the vault of the ancients we actually have mm -hmm. the the key has like hey idiot take it to kraken's fall yeah. and then you get to kraken's fall you're like yeah. i don't know what to do and then it's like hey read me and you're like reading and it's like oh we'll take it behind the blah 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 but there's a little riddle on there and it's like yes thank you yes yeah. that's that is what you need on everything if you if you don't know where to take yeah. it then it yeah and you're just looking at it and it's like uh did you did you want to do you want a hint cold or warm i could yeah i could start giving you a place on you know like have a have a direction <laughs> on the map or something you know, anything anything yeah, to yeah, let people know yeah um it's funny you say that actually because the 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 eight-year-old that sank me earlier on today um he sent me with one of the vault keys on the ship oh. um uh and they went and sold the vault key to the gold order oh, i was like oh i was like guys you could have just gone to the vault like why <laughs> did you do that it is uh, worth a lot though i was surprised when i when i mm. turned in a, a gold key and it was almost eight grand and i was like wait what mm. that's okay i'll mm, take yeah. that yeah that's a yeah. that's a good steel item yeah no commendation for it though. That's the thing. See, they should have put a commendation in there for selling the keys. That kind of I mean, this is a thing comes back to the idea of like if it's ready, they're putting it out, and there's not really a yeah a, a good there's not a cohesive story behind why content's coming. It's just coming, and this is where yeah, I think yeah. I think everyone. I don't think I've talked to anyone that's like nah more content. I think everyone right now is basically like. Kai, you can pump the brakes just a little bit and and let's mm. let's get some bug fixes in there let's take some time you know mm -hmm. let's let's kind of like let's savor 
what we got right now. Like I, I love the gusto. I love the enthusiasm, but we really want to make sure things are just kind of like sitting well with people before we just toss another thing into the, into the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. With, I don't know though. We can have an ice zone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just <laughs> devil's roar. Have it freeze over. Boom. There you go. Ice zone. Yeah. And you don't like volcanoes. No problem. They're going to turn into big slushy machines and you're going to have nothing but yeah, snow yeah. flurries everywhere. And you're going to freeze and you're <laughs> yeah. going to have to use fire on your ship to keep warm. So you don't like get locked up and you, oh yeah. Yeah. Use, use the, use the fire bombs. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. There you <laughs> go. Smash them in your face. Content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be really funny um my goodness uh there's uh, so many other things that i wanted to jump into um i did want to at least just call out golden sands blog post uh i'm gonna i'm gonna jump over this story but he put out a really awesome um kind of fantasy casting if sea of thieves was to be uh a movie oh, yes, a hollywood yeah. movie i really love his casting for everyone the one exception was the, yeah. the one that i added which was just uh i want the ferryman is liam neeson i think liam neeson would nail liam the ferryman <laughs> yeah oh he would yeah yeah the only the, the only one i completely disagree with is um uh i've actually forgotten the actor hang on let me just pull it up um it was for um is it penelope cruz's uh, lissetti no 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 it was um uh the pirate lord being um oh uh rory rory, rory mccain yeah yeah or yeah rory mccain i think it should be uh uh brian blessed I think Ooh. that's the perfect role for the um, the pirate lord. That is a good one. I mean, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I would agree with that. And you you could you you could even have it like you know, if he meets his son, he can be like, "Demarco's alive," you know. Yeah, <laughs> fits in perfectly with the whole Gordon's alive type thing. It really so perfect, would. Yeah, that'd be a good one. The yeah, but I love all his other castings. It's fantastic. I mean, Woody Harrison as um. Uh, Merrick, like I didn't see it before, but when I think about it, Mer Woody Harrison with the beard, <laughs> yeah, it would it would fit so well. It really would. It would fit so well. And Nick Frost as Duke as well. Nick, that's that's perfect. Yeah, absolutely perfect. Oscar Isaac um, as Demarco yeah. is, is spot on for me as well too. It's yeah, so great. Yeah, yeah. I would say Andy yeah. Andy Circus would make a great gold hoarder. Um, I would also mm. love to see uh, Alan Tudyk as the gold hoarder as well too i think those two alan tudyk which one um i can't remember who he is uh, what film was he in firefly he he was um Wash. oh yes 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 he does all the yes. voices yeah, for perfect. Stuff. and he's just in yeah. he's in every animated thing at this point but he's he's a great character yeah actor, even if it's the weird yeah. noises um love yeah. to see that but <laughs> again golden sands blog post you guys nailed it with this i absolutely had a blast uh uh fantasizing about this this sea of thieves movie that could that could come um mm. i wanted to jump into because I, I reached out to my discord today and just wanted to jump into some of the the questions that i had for uh the community um the first one mm. was actually an email and wanted to kind of know the inception or the story behind the the bald lady on crooks uh hollow mm um do you want right. to do you want to dive into what you know about that well um one of the biggest questions i get asked pretty much every stream and pretty much in every youtube video is is it real um and my answer to that question is the video that i put out and everything that you saw in that video is 100 percent real um is there actually a ghost on crooks hollow that i cannot confirm uh because at the end of the day 
it could have just been someone messing with me. You know what I mean? So I, I can't say that it's definitely haunted. But um, one of the biggest arguments that I give to people is that I've been wanting, I've been wanting an Easter egg in this game for God knows how long. Yeah. Um, I, wouldn't, no, I wouldn't say wanting an Easter egg. Just like everybody else who plays the game, it would be amazing to have an Easter egg in it. Yeah. Um, and, um, and shortly after that, I, I put up, not shortly, about a month after I put out that, that Bold Lady video, and then Joe Neat did a thing at the end of his um, uh, monthly uh, uh, podcast type thing, joking about the Bold Lady, and there was a flash of her in the screen, and it was all. But then they actually have a 12 a.m. every night in the game right now. There's very, very spooky noises that happen at exactly 12 a.m. in the game on Crook's Hollow mm. that kind of emanate from where the areas were that was in my video. Um, and I keep on saying to people, if I've been waiting for an Easter egg in this game for God knows how long, if that, if that was because of my doing, then I would be bigging that up. I'd be like, finally, I've got an Easter egg in the game. <laughs> like, you know, this is it. I've finally done it. And I, I know that it's not, although I may have contributed to it with the video i know it's not something that i've elaborated from my own imagination it's something that actually did happen um whether or not let somebody take it. i mean it could at the end of the day it could very very easily be joe neats playing with me you know what i mean he could, yeah could have got into his dev console and thought i'm gonna mess with falcor today you know yeah um <laughs> but um yeah it's it's not it's not something it's and as well, another thing I wanted to point out is that that happened at Halloween last year, just before the Halloween update. I think it was um, the Festival of the... No, no, it was before Fort of the Damned it happened. Yeah, it was a um, festival. And Halloween is just around the corner. Yeah. Halloween's just around the corner now, and I think something else is going to happen at Crook's Hollow. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for anyway. Oh, I can't um, wait. I'm hoping there's something... Yeah, something else. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But um, yeah, definitely a, definitely a very scary experience. <laughs> experience that still to this day when i go to crook's hollow i am uh uh very wary of what's going on there um little little bit of little bit spooked every time i'm on there especially at night time with all those weird noises but yeah like every good that's all the information i can give really every every good ghost story there's there's an element of truth that always leaves you wondering if there's something that's mm -hmm. possible exactly that, that just doesn't that just doesn't have an easy explanation uh to, to dive yeah, into yeah um yeah first mate surly john in the discord wanted to know why you're not a believer in the shrouded ghost um <laughs> the what sorry what's that <laughs> i i i mean at this point i'm i think they're just talking about stuff on the insiders and apparently we're going to be getting a uh, ghost cheat costume for halloween but uh that yeah, that's yeah, my guess yeah. i'm not sure what he's talking about but i figured i'd at least give him <laughs> yeah. credit um yeah if uh, Chateau Neuf uh, wanted to know if there was uh, something that you could add to the game, if you had the power, what would you add? Oh my God, that's a question. Like, you don't want to. I'll tell you what, the developers don't want to let me loose on this game because it would be. I would have some weird shit in this game. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the weirdest place. Um, one thing. Um, it's very difficult to nail something down because I've got so many great ideas, but nothing that I could really say is the my favorite idea. Mm -hmm. um, I would say, I would say more weather effects for sure. I, I would like, I would like to see you know, like um, a rogue wave, like from uh, Assassin's Creed, where you have to turn your ship, otherwise it will capsize. A maelstrom, um, uh, just just things like that, like different different types of weather so like i know we've got fog and we've got the storm but i want to see like you know sleet and um uh 
um, other types of things that just keep you on your toes whilst you're sailing. Some some things that are detrimental, but other things that are a benefit as well. So say, for example, some of the time the sun can shine really, really bright and the waves calm down. So you're in still water, which means you can go faster for that short amount of time. You know, some oh, just stuff like that. That'd be cool. Um, mm. All right. Yeah, I think that's I think that would probably be my favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, what has kept you on Sea of Thieves rather than moving on to another game? um, that's one of those things that I can't answer. It's like, I don't have an answer for that. Mm. It's just, I think it's just because it's a sandbox game and it's, there's no direction. Um, you just jump in. It's like a, it's like a canvas, isn't it? You just, you paint your own story. Um, and it's a very cliche thing to say that paint your own story because you're not really painting a story. You're just, you know, falling off your ship and uh, screaming at megalodons for spawning on you. You know, it's not really a story, but mm -hmm. <laughs> you just, uh, you're just having a good time. There's no, you don't have to worry about what your stats are doing or, you know, what other people might think about what you're doing at the moment. You can, you can just go on a robot adventure or you can just fight yourself at, or out of the cannon trying to hit a certain spot on the island. You know, it's, yeah. it's, just do whatever you want. There's nothing, the game doesn't hold you back. I think that's what it is. And I think it's as well being a streamer. Um, it's a very good game to stream because it, there's moments of silence, the organic nature of it. There's moments of silence where you can just chat with the people who are watching. And then there's intense moments where there's a PVP, a battle occurs or some PVE encounter happens. I think that's it. It's just, it's literally just open-ended and that's, that's, uh, it's not just Sea of Thieves that is like that. There's loads of games, but um, I've always loved games like that. So yeah, that's the answer to that. I suppose. Basically, you're Bob Ross of Sea of Thieves. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Can, yeah. Uh, People's Republic wrote in. He said, uh, continued thoughts on the renewed focus on ancients and mermaids and how they will play a narrative role in the continued resurgence of Flameheart going into 2021 and beyond. Mm. This is something that I'm curious about because with the gold vaults, uh, we got the mm. chest of ancient tributes and mm. As far mm. as I've seen, there's not really much that ties to giving us more information about the ancients, but it's clear that no, it's something I've, I want to know, and this is something I haven't found out about, but I want to know if this is something that the gold hoarders knew about, or they just mm. threw their chest and gold in there and didn't pay attention to the medallions, or did they know? Yeah, see, this about is that? it. Yeah, it's this is again, they did not put much, um, lore into it and what i mean they could have done so much with this update and it's a great update honestly i love i love the vaults update it's 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 i would say it's a lot better than the ashen um ashen lords yeah it's it's more you know it's more it's it's more fun doing this and certainly a much better payout but um yeah i just don't know like the, the mere fact that it's hidden behind some huge clue system kind of speaks volumes to me it's like they don't want anybody finding that you know they, mm -hmm. they've hidden, hidden it within a vault which you have to find a key for and then within the vault, there's another mini vault where you find this thing. I, I, I just don't, I just don't understand how you can sell it back to them. But still, that's something else to cover. But still, yeah, <laughs> they're not kind of like, hey, where'd you get this from? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I do think it's something that the gold holders have known about. Um, really, maybe not known about it. Maybe they're trying to figure it out as well. I, I think it's something that the the gold holder himself or Rathbone knew about. Um, uh. But my, my thinking is, is that they, they, after the gold hoarder was defeated, or so we think, um, they 
went inside his lair and they grabbed all of the stuff, you know, put it in the ships to bring it back to these vaults. And then they found all of these ancient tribute chests and they're like, what the hell are these? Like, well, we'll just take them with us and we'll sort it out, you know. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. I think they're kind of like, they're stashing them and they're just like, we don't know what they are, but I'm sure if the gold hoarders ever return, he'll explain it to us type thing. All right. Um, I, but one thing, one, one thing that um, I'm starting to um, think is that the whole gold hoarder symbol, the key and all that, I always thought it was something that the gold hoarder sort of graffitied in the shores of gold. But I'm starting to wonder, especially with the fact that you've got the gold hoarder key, which is obviously ancient in construction because it opens the whole vault system. I'm starting to wonder if the gold hoarder key was the original symbol for the ancients. Um, and the gold hoarders have adopted it because they found it in the shores of gold. They're like, this is a cool symbol. We'll use it for us. You, um, you don't think that it ties more yeah, to the to the gold keys that Ramsey's crafted for the the chests? Because that was always my well, impression was that. Yeah, see, this is the thing is that like, like, but yeah, but where did he get that idea from? You know what I mean? Like what he, I mean, he does spawn in, in the shores of gold and he only spawns in areas where he's you know, like he can spawn next to a ship and he can spawn next to um the athena's fortune he can't just go anywhere yeah um so it makes me wonder he's, he's got some sort of tie to that room mm. maybe he's got a tie to rathbone because he was a crew member but um uh i don't know i think there's more about that throne and there's more about that whole area than than uh than we know so far i think there's a lot more to it i always, um, I always just thought that that he was just a a cheeky lazy bum and just was like i guess i'll <laughs> i'll pop out for this one public event and yeah say a couple yeah, yeah. flint you know a couple fancy things here and there and then i'll uh, i'll get paid later on and i'll just go back to the tavern yeah yeah i'm just <laughs> working on a novel and someone's all like hey someone just defeated the gold hoarder you might want to go say something he's like do i should i do i do i have to is this like a is this important yeah. they're like it's kind of important <sighs> all right cool uh just uh, I'll, I'll pop over real quick and um have, can i say the yeah. same thing i said last time would that work is that fine yeah yeah. it is okay just the script yeah cool all right we'll just go i i got it verbatim it's cool let's go let's go just roll yeah so well, what you don't see is when when, you, when you're listening to the pirate lord you don't nobody ever looks behind them because if you do look behind them <laughs> there's actually a tannoy up there and it's really <laughs> <laughs> There's a camera crew and everything. Like, great pirate, Lord. love you, brilliant, lovely. Yeah. A, a turtle in a cloud with a fishing pole and a camera that no one notices. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The the one thing that I wanted to touch on because I actually think that this is kind of popping in, and I think this will be the last question. Um, Big Bad mm. Pad wrote in and uh, has the same idea that I do is with rare adding new voyages to the gold hoarders with the uh, treasure vaults in Order of Souls with these skeleton fleets. Do you think that we're going to be mm. getting a new merchant alliance to round out the three? Because I do. Well, uh, yeah, I think I think that's what they're doing. I think I think they're. I mean, it, it's weird because essentially we have had a merchant update, but that I wouldn't really call that an update. That was more kind of like you know rare. Yeah. Merchant merchant quests suck. Like we need something better. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's what I think that's what they're doing. More interestingly is that the fact that if they're doing Order of Souls and Gold Hoarder, and they're going to move on to Merchant, and if they do do Merchant, that means the only faction left to elaborate on is the Athena's Fortune, mm -hmm. and that could mean an entire expansion um, to Endgame. And also, maybe one day we will see that pirate ship coming out of the waterfall in uh, the Pirate Legends Tavern. Don't tempt me, Hopefully. Frodo. We'll see. <laughs> Don't <laughs> yeah. tempt me. 
Hopefully, we'll see. Um, but it, but I wonder what the merchant would be. You know, I'm trying to think what what they would do to update the merchants. It's like, what could you do? Like, you want to know my thoughts? Hmm. Go for it. I I think I think that this is how we're going to get the Grand Maritime Union introduced into Sea of Thieves. Okay. I yeah. I think we're going to get an opposing faction, and it's it's going to have to be one of those like bank heist things it's a smash and grab you know like grand maritime unions mm. here they've got a whole bunch of supplies that they uh that they took from another pirate or they're taking from the islands and they're trying to export it from the sea of thieves you got to go out there and you got to stop them and you got to get as much as of, uh, of the of the merchant stuff as you can and then bring it back to me because mm. that's going to be our stores kind of thing that's that's my, my yeah. quick like you know, if I had to, if I had to throw something into the game that would be a little more exciting for Merchant Alliance, mm. I think throwing the Grand yeah. Maritime Union is going to be the the way to do that. It would certainly, it would certainly make merchants go from being absolute boredom to something that's that's quite <laughs> exciting. So yeah, I could, I could see, yeah, I could definitely see something like that. Or to make it a little bit more simpler, they could have shipwrecks around the shroud. So it's merch, it's maritime unions that have attempted to come into the Sea of Thieves, but they sank. Um, and we've got to go out there and get merchant loot from them. Oh, um, that'd be cool too. To hand that back in. Yeah. Mm. Or in, you could even have, um, you could even, even like, you know, it's a, it's a 50, 50, you know, some of them make it in, some of them don't. Some of the ones that do make it in the, the, uh, the merchant alliance is commissioning you to go and, and, you know, sink them to stop them and mm. whatever they've got on there, yeah. then you can turn in, you know, you can, you can, they got maps, say they've got uh trade routes and they've got knowledge, yeah. you know, in their, in, in their ledgers and whatnot, you can bring that, that information back to the merchants. And it's like, cool. Not only did you stop the grand maritime union, if they didn't get sunk by the, the shroud, then you also add trade routes to, to the, to the knowledge base of the, the merchant Alliance. And mm. I would love something like that rare. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do that. <laughs> and for the love of God, please update Athena's uh, Athena's tavern, please. Yes, ah, uh, there's it's been so too long. Yeah, it needs something. Yeah, we, we need to get some spruce mm. up there. I'm looking forward to to Halloween just to see if we get some more uh, some more gourds and and um, uh, squashes mm. and stuff thrown about. Yeah, because that's always fun. Yeah, um, yeah, Falcor. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I know no worries, my dude. I know that that it's it's been a long time coming. I, I I keep wanting to have you on, but I know you're you're always super busy, and I'm I always try to try to match it up. But things things will be better once we've moved. It's just been apps. I mean, I've, I'm, this has been going on now for Three four and a half months. Oh my to, god! To, so yeah, yeah, so so um yeah, it's 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 once we get moved. There's going to be a lot, a much more stress-free Falcor uh, room in the sea. So, good, good. So, yeah, things will be easier. Glad yeah. to hear it. Well, <laughs> um, let I mean, if, if people probably know who you are and where they can go to get your awesome content, <laughs> but let's just let's just you know play pretend, play in this world with me, and let's let's just imagine a, a fantastic world where Seathies fans are just listening to this and they're like, "Who's Captain Falcor?" Let them know where can they get your content. <laughs> Yeah, okay. You can you can find me at uh YouTube Captain Falco, of course. You'll also find me at Twitch Captain Falco, of course. And I'm well known for um completely destroying the lore in the game. No. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm well known for delving into the lore of the game and speculating on things that possibly nobody else would speculate on. 
And in my Twitch time, I'm mostly just riding around sinking people, to be totally honest. <laughs> Having fun at other people's expense. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's where you can find me. Or you can find me on Twitter where I just, you know, post memes. It's great. <laughs> and they're great, too, if you guys haven't been following. They're, they're awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, dude. I, I really, I can't thank you enough for, for joining me. Um, I love our conversation. No worries, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing me too. next time we get a chance to jump in together. And uh, I will let you go. Thank you very much, my dude. It's been an honor as always. All right, Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode of Keel Hauled. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation with Captain Falcor. And I did want to shout out uh, Desert Fox, Todd Robertson, Jack Surt, uh, Liam, Donnie, Andrew. Thank you guys all for sending in your emails. Uh, we're going to hold on to those for the next episode when hopefully there's a little more time to dive into your guys' feedback. Uh, I did see the questions and the stories, so I want to get those in next time when we have an opportunity to do so. Until then keep an eye on the horizon make sure you guys are following me over on twitter at c-a-p-t underscore l-o-g-u-n keeping an eye out for the streams when i do go live at twitch.tv forward slash c-a-p-t underscore l-o-g-u-n and make sure you join up on the discord say hi to me as well as the rest of the keelhauled community and look for some pirates to sail with as well as uh, check out some of the other content that's going on there if you want to be like some of the people that sent me emails in and get on the podcast you can do so at c-a-p-t L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you. I love you. And I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves. My name's Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of The DL, Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gaming-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Hey. Hi. Do you enjoy being optimistic about bad movies? Or do you enjoy at least trying to figure out where someone worked really hard on a bad movie? Well, we've got the podcast for you. New to Robots Radio, we represent Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. Each week, we look at two movies that did really badly critically, but we try to find the good in them. And we have segments such as What Could Have Saved It? and Would You Watch It Again? If you're there on a Saturday night, you want to watch a bad movie, but you're not sure if it's like good bad or bad bad, or if you should even bother, give us a listen. You can find us on Robots Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please come and say hi. We love you already. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.